A lot of times I'm driving, there's nothing to do. And I shuffle through the radio before I unglue. There's a lot of red on ways, it's traffic, I'm screwed. And I'm wired a bit different than a regular dude. It's not a bad thing, I embrace it, it's true. The radio don't stimulate brain chemistry fluid. The Buddha found nirvana and the four noble truths. Through a meditative process, right action he proved. For me, I require the use of a tool, a detector, pin, pointer, shovel, and beach scoop. I'm meant to work the dirt with my history crew, but everywhere I look, my interest taboo. Most people choose Bieber over Tippy Canoe. What does a detectorist listen to when the radio is full of bad music and news? I need an alternative for me to peruse. Beyond sight and sound gets fantastic reviews. A metal detecting show where my thought bubble brews. Thank you, Josh Kimmel, for inviting me to a detecting dork out with guests like yours, true. Lee? Are you looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Err, chocolate ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of eight in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again, I think. <clears throat> you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see it's filling up fast. The bills are in Nelson, Janet, Tam, D.A. Frank in the house, Barb, uh, Convict Barb, Inmate Barb, <laughs> she has gotten, that's right, she has gotten herself thrown in Facebook jail again. And somehow or another, she always gets a slap on the wrist. She only gets the three-day term to serve. I don't know if she's got the lifer tattoo or not yet. She may want to think about it, though. Hey, if you're looking for a Christmas idea for Barb, there you go. Somebody needs to get her a, a Facebook jail habitual offender coffee mug or, or something like that. And I see that Chuck's in, Mike, quite a few people coming in. Well, good, good, good. Speaking of which, bail? No, I don't think Facebook takes bail. <laughs> Kevin's in from the Squatch Brothers. Maybe we'll hear a little bit of a, a little bit of a Halloween story from him tonight. I don't know. Welcome to Mike Foreman. So yeah, everybody's dropping in. Cool to see. Cool, cool, cool. <sighs> so uh, Wednesday, we ran an archive of a Halloween show from a few years ago. Because Wednesday, well, first off, let's get the links out of the way. In the chat, in the description. Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, The Ring Finders, Detectees, Extreme Scoops, Nook the Macro website, Mini Mini Horde Commercial, Terry Shannon website, All Metal Militia, Detected Outdoors, Crazy Spider Adventures, Metal Detecting NYC Ohio, Metal Detecting All on YouTube, The INI Facebook Group, uh, Central Illinois Facebook Group, Relic Hunter Facebook Group, DA Facebook Group, where you can catch... Frank, Steve, and Ronnie on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and Shelly and Dawn on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And speaking of Frank, Steve, and Ronnie, tomorrow night, DA Dead, 8 p.m., they will be sharing ghost stories because of the way things fall for Halloween. Obviously, uh, Monday... Tomorrow, whatever you want to welcome to Scott, is uh, however you want to word it, that's how, when, they will do their uh, kind of Halloween show. And you could say that we threw one in there Wednesday, because Wednesday was not a good day around here. Uh... We had a sump pump go down, and, and I was busy trying to 
get that repaired when I looked out the basement window and saw there were people walking around the house because somebody was putting up gutters and spouting, I thought. And then I find out that what they were doing was trying to get somebody to the truck so they could get them to the hospital. They hadn't been here but 20 minutes, probably, before they uh, fell off a ladder and unfortunately broke their wrist. So, not a good day Wednesday. Uh, so, with everything that we had going on, we just figured we'd run an archive, and Tam had said, well, this close to Halloween, why don't you run one of the Halloween shows where you had some interesting stories? So, hence, the resurrection of Hamburger the Cat. <laughs> And the prosthetic eye, Five Mile Hollow. So if uh, you folks had caught it live originally a few years ago, you know what I'm talking about. If you caught the archive Wednesday, the vault episode, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about as far as Hamburger the Cat or the prosthetic eye, you should probably go and check that episode out. Uh... Even if you only catch it for Hamburger the Cat, because I'm telling you, that, mm, that was a little different. The prosthetic eye was a very cool story, but Hamburger the Cat, wow. No bad detecting juju for those folks, though. They, uh, they got things taken care of. Yes, they got things taken care of. Um... Yeah, yeah, or five mile. Yep, that's right. So I know that uh, some of them did listen to it. Some of them did listen to it. Um, also, welcome to Paul. And it was, it was an interesting story. Well, they were all interesting stories, but uh, not ones that uh, not ones that you would definitely uh, necessarily think to hear. Um, they were something else. And we saw feedback coming from <sighs> in the chat and after the show Apparently, people got quite the kick out of hearing about Hamburger if they had not heard that story before. And that's one of those where we don't necessarily mention it so much on the show anymore, but that's why it pays to check out some of the Vault episodes, good stories you may have missed. That's like we don't uh, very often mention in the show anymore anything about the fire skunk. But uh, that story's back there somewhere in the vault. I don't know if it's in the archives here or not, but it's, it's, it's in the vault somewhere. Maybe I can find it again or relate the story again at some other... Some other 
point in time. We also have one more link to cover in the chat in the description. We'll give that one a minute, though. And say, everybody give Frank a big congratulations. I can't say what for. I can't say what for. Needless to say, though, he did quite well for himself recently. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be one of those that that are a little, little bit privy to it. Um, but I'll never tell. It's not my spot to tell. But Frank will... When he is able to, you got to be patient. It could take quite some time, but when he's able to, I'm sure that he will mention it. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to discuss it, but uh, can't do that. Can't do that yet. Needless to say, though. Very, very good job to him. Uh, definitely very, very, uh, very pleased for him. Very happy for him. I, I was, uh, I was out trying to take care of some things when I got the message. And I I stopped what I'm doing. I'm right there standing in the middle of the store messaging with him to congratulate him on his good fortune. So, which it was. It was very cool. It was definitely worth dropping everything to check out. Um, <laughs> he's on the honor system. Well... <clears throat> not sure I mean it is Halloween you might be able to get him a little little talkative for some extra candy corn maybe I don't know just throwing that out there just throwing that out there I don't know if you you would or not um <clears throat> hmm. Shame on me. I looked away from the computer for a minute and apparently Chuck was trying to call in. I wonder. Let me see if I can find him. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, where did it go? I don't know where it went. I lost my screen there. Here we go. We've got him now. I'm sure we've got him now. Yep, we've got him now. Sorry about that. I missed the... Uh, I had. I was looking the other direction when you tried to call. Oh, it's okay. It told me it didn't make it through. Oh, well, maybe I wasn't looking the other direction then. I thought I was. No. I, no, well, the system's you know, out here been a mess this this 
I don't know if it's from the sunspots or what's going on. Well, Halloween and cross-eyed cats and everything else. Right. Yeah, there you go. It, it's, yeah, we had a good night. Yeah, a lot of a lot of kids come to the station, and the little ones all want to see the truck. There's a couple of them. I asked her, you want to get in? Nope. She took off. She left. <laughs> Scared her off, huh? Yeah. Mom brought her back, but she wouldn't get in that truck for me. <laughs> the little ones all like that truck, and they, some of them I put up in there, and a couple of them just, nope, I don't want to get in. Huh. Well, mm. yeah. that's that's so, the way it goes. Fun sometimes. night, though. A lot of, a lot of trick-or-treaters and put the glow sticks on and give them a little candy, and they're happy. Oh, was there any candy corn getting handed out? Ah, uh, there was candy corn there. Ah. Well, Frank missed out then. Yep. Hey, Phil, I see you there. Mike, Scott. A lot of people, Squatch Brothers in, and and since he's in, we gotta we gotta talk about him in a minute or two. Oh well, okay. So he we may me get to bring up, and tonight's the night to do it. Halloween, how we met. Oh, okay. I bet it's ten years ago now. Oh, he could probably tell you the exact date, but it was right around Halloween. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. It is, it is one for the books. Nice. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. And uh, before we do that, I'm going to mention the last link in the chat and description. And we've all been anxiously awaiting. Be patient, folks. Nook to Macro has announced the live launch of their SMF machine November 19th. You can find yep, the link to the live event in the chat, in the description, the Beyond Sight and Sound page, various groups that I posted it in. I'm sure Frank's probably got it over in Detect America. Uh, but that will be November 19th, and apparently they're going to give somebody the chance to win one. When they, I guess, when they do this live event. And we've all been anxiously awaiting the news of the release. I knew it was coming very, very soon. And now it looks like we've got about two and a half weeks, and they're going to spill the beans. Cool. Or the candy corn. Or the candy corn. So that's going to be interesting. I I will definitely be watching that. We have been following along very, very closely. And just like with previous releases, I'm sure that once she's able to share information about it, Delec will be doing the circuit. She'll be over on Detect America. She'll be here. She'll be everywhere. Yep. Uh, you ain't going she just she's an unstoppable force. She's like the energizer rabbit for Nook to Macro. Yep. Oh yes she is. Yes she is. I wonder yeah, what they fun. what they would do if uh if uh she ever left Nook to Macro I'm not sure they would know what to do. I mean, she is a massive, massive driving force. Yeah, I I totally believe that 
without her, there'd be some foot dragging going on. I think she puts fire under him to keep things moving. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, when it's time to get information out there, make appearances, push the brand, she's ready to kick the tires and light the fires. We've got another caller on with us, and I suspect it's one of the Squatch Brothers. Hey, Josh. Chuck, how you doing? Hey, Kevin. Well, how is it going? I'm buddy? doing well. How about you? It's good. It's good. Happy Halloween. Yes, same to you. And uh, apparently, you two gentlemen have uh, quite the story for us. Yeah, we've got us. a Halloween story for you. Yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody yeah. can use a good Halloween story tonight. Always. <laughs> always. Now, Kevin, how many years ago was that? You know, Chuck, it's been, it's probably been at least 10. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yep. I'm going to set the stage, and I'll let him fill it in here a little bit. We we out here in Cordova, we have a very very large haunted house facility out in the country, and it runs four to five weekends before Halloween. And due diligence, we inspect it. The state inspect it. I mean, they run a lot of people through this thing. It's a large one. And it's very busy. And uh, last night was the last night for them this year. But, you know, they're running five, 600 people a night through. They've trimmed it back some. They used to just let people come in. But now you buy tickets online. They cut it off at 600 in an evening. And the past three weeks, every night has been 600. So there's a lot of people that come out, a lot of fun. And they have the actors in there. And... It's quite large and pretty pretty well put together. There's there's neat stuff in there. So that's the stage for this. Okay. So I guess uh, that's where Kevin enters. <laughs> well, for for me, it was it winds up being nearly an hour drive from from my home to Cordova. And uh, on this particular night, the night I met Chuck. Um, my wife was driving me up there and, uh, she was going to help out, uh, with selling tickets and I'm over in the passenger seat and she's driving and she's driving along and I'm over there putting my evil clown makeup on. Um, ever, I'd probably worked in this place for a good 20 years now and you have uh, got about to every make- year. You have got to make one giant evil clown. Trust me, he does. That's like larger oh, yeah. than life. <laughs> so we're driving we're driving along and you know as a truck driver I used to I was a trainer at one time and so I'm always I've always got my eyes on the road. I'm always my wife hates it, but I'm always checking her over her shoulder when she's making lane changes and and uh anyway so i'm just using the mirror there on the uh this the visor and i keep peeking down at the road and up ahead of me i see something in our lane and uh you know we're quite a ways away so i'm thinking okay well my wife's over there talking 
talking about her day at work or, or whatever it was. And we keep getting closer and I look down again and, and still here's this thing laying right, right in our lane. So eh, surely she's got to see it, right? So I'm back to putting my makeup on and, you know, and I'm also, I'm dressed completely in my clown outfit, uh, <laughs> checkered, checkered pants and, and, uh, just, you know, whatever crazy thing I came up with. Decked out to year. the nine. That's right. So finally I look up and we're getting really close and the wife's still talking and I realize what it is. There's a deer laying in our road, in our lane. And for some, whatever reason, she just hasn't seen it yet. And we got almost up on top of it. And I finally, I say something, I said, you know, Sue, there's a deer in our lane. And she jerks the wheel to the left, goes into the next lane and then hits the gravel and overcorrects and comes back to our lane, spins the car 180. We hit the gravel there back in our side of the lane and we gently roll over the car onto its top. Oh my. So it wasn't anything violent. I mean, my wife actually had time to apologize as we rolled over <laughs> onto the top. <laughs> so we come to a rest. We've got this two-tone brown Buick Skyhawk or Skylark or something. And we roll over into the weeds, you know, which in October they turn brown. Two-tone so, brown Buick Skylark upside down with a six-and-a-half-foot evil clown. <laughs> Think so, about it. So I, you know, of course we ask each other if we're all right. Right. I think I wound up with a, a burn on my um, my right shoulder, I think from the seat belt maybe. And so the car's still running. I tell the wife, I said, you know, go ahead and turn the car off. And then I tell her to turn the flashers off. That way somebody will see us. Right. And, you know, so here we are. It wasn't even six six seconds, and here comes some woman banging on the, the door telling us that she's called 911 and everybody's on their way. So we reach up and we unhook our seatbelts and flop onto the, the ceiling of the car. And pretty soon here come the lights, all the red and white lights, the ambulance and the sheriff and the fire chief and the fire trucks. Right. I was going to say, and uh, apparently Chuck's in the mix there. That's right. So that's the scene from the car. I'm going to let Chuck take it from there. Uh Oh, cause it gets, it gets even better. All right, so now you know the setting for the stage. Tones drop, NVA, rollover, entrapment, PI. And that's the way they tell it to us. 20,000 block, Route 84, which is out here, which puts it between the plant sites. I'm at home. Now, he is not two miles from me, if that. I'm getting on it. Getting out there, you know, they tell me we've got entrapment injuries. So I'm cooking. My guys are cooking up out of the station, ambulance. We get there. 
His wife is out of the vehicle. He is not. My husband's still in there. So I'm down there. I'm looking. I'm trying to, you know, do a size up. Ambulance gets there. My rescue squad gets there. Engine gets there. And and deputies. Get down the back door. I'm trying it. All of a sudden, it flies open. I got this (laughs) thing coming at me. But he's got fake blood on his face. Tell my dude, sit down, stay there. I'm getting the paramedics over. I'm fine, he goes. I am fine. That is not real blood. Right, it's makeup. And he's in this clown outfit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at this going, what in good God have I got here? And <laughs> my name was, a paramedic gets down with me. He looks at me, and I said, he said, that's fake blood. You're going to have to check him out anyway. And I said, is there anybody else in there? No, I'm fine. I'm getting out. He's coming out the back end. He's not coming out the door. She's out. He's out. My medics are there with the paramedics. They're all looking at me like, wait a minute. Just let's check him out. They're checking him out, and he's giving me where they're from, what's going on. He says, I work at the haunted house. I was putting my makeup on. We had a deer in the road. Well, I'm looking back into the lights down the road. That deer's still laying there. I told the deputy he's kicking yet. Turn him over to my medics. They're checking Kevin out. And I'm looking back, and I'm looking at the size and all the lights of Kevin. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and a killer clown with blood all over his face. So they're trying <laughs> to check him out. So the deputy comes up. I'm looking at him. The ambulance driver, he's looking at me. I said, welcome to Cordova. This is the first time he made a run up there with us. Welcome to Cordova. We get a clown car for you. Then I walked over to the deputy to go look at this deer. There's a big buck laying in the road. He's still kicking. They did not hit him. He'd already been hit by somebody else. They're going to try and put him down. I'm walking up with another deputy. A second one comes up. He pulls his sidearm. He's going to dispatch the wounded animal. <laughs> I'm standing there with a deputy I knew, and his name is Travis. That's all I'm going to say. I'm looking at Travis. I'm standing by the other deputy. He said, you're going to have to get back. Well, at that point, I got a clown car in a wreck. I looked right at him. I said, are you that bad a shot? He's <laughs> right behind him. And I'm just shaking my head, going, oh, my God. Uh, the deer jumps up and takes off. The deputy that was going to shoot the deer is in foot pursuit of that deer. <laughs> I looked at Travis as I'm walking kind of backwards. I said, let me know how that works out and if he catches it. Turn around, I walk up to Kevin. We're getting pertinence on the vehicle, the people, the names. I said, you sure you're all right? Yes, I'm going to be all right. I'm talking with his wife. She's going to be all right. I just looked at the ambulance. I'm releasing them. I said, he signed a waiver. They're going. We're getting pertinence. And I told the guy that this would go home now. And then one of them says, hey, chief. I said, what? You think he caught the deer? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> Travis Jacob, or Travis comes back. He's looking at me. No, he has not caught the deer yet. I think the deer has at least a half a mile on him. <laughs> we left. That was the end of the story. But that is how I met Kevin Smith, a.k.a. Squatch Brother, as a six-and-a-half-foot killer clown in a car wreck. 
<laughs> right near Halloween. I don't think it was Halloween night. I think we were a week before. No, Halloween. it wasn't. No, because, you know, and, and... No, go ahead, Chuck. And fast forward, he got into metal detector, was contacting me with what he needed, wanted, and the club, and got into the club, and we've been pretty good friends ever since. But that is one of my favorite tales to tell, was the clown car and a six-and-a-half-foot-plus killer clown <laughs> and the cops chasing the deer on foot. That is hilarious. People are just that's rolling in the chat. The true. Uh, I mean, to tell you that that's one of my favorite all-time top five fire chief stories to tell when we're telling some of the funny stories. <laughs> now, Josh, my wife is a hunter. She She bow hunts when she can. And she was pissed when that deer got up and ran off. <laughs> we we did not hit that deer. My theory on that is that that deer came out and hit the side of somebody's vehicle and knocked itself out. You know. Wow. And Chuck, my wife, that was an eight pointer. My wife, when she went got close enough, she knew that was an eight pointer. Before she wrecked the car. Wow. That, that's so, pretty close. That's a Halloween but, story that's true. And let's see, who said? Scott McCoy has uh, cholerophobia, fear of clowns. So uh, somebody shows <laughs> up at his house in a clown suit, either A, hear attack, or clown shot dead. Especially <laughs> one that size. No. So, yeah, and that was a big buck. That was a big body, mature animal. And if they did yeah. hit it, they were probably, who knows, might have been worse off. Because the deer up in this yeah. area, I don't know what you've got across the country, they're big. Meanwhile, um, other Parker people. just got one yesterday with his bow that probably dressed out at 220. Wow. And, and at one point, we figured that deer weighed 1,000 pounds because we had a drag going through a mud field. Ouch. <laughs> But I'm serious. He probably dressed at two points. Nice rack on him. It wasn't, you know, it that's a, a nice big eight. That's a big buck. Yeah. So Of course, I can see some people at the accident scene going, did you see the size of that buck? And other people are going, buck, hell, did you see the size of that clown? <laughs> and the other thing was is the young paramedic, he went on to become a chief down below, and then now is director of Henry County, but that's one of his favorite stories is he said Chief Smalley looked at me and said, Welcome to Cordova. We get clown cars. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, hilarious. And uh <laughs> my guys still bring it up once in a while. And I said, you know, it just is what it is. There are always those type of scenes that you will walk away from. Nobody got hurt. Except the van. The van can be repaired. And it's just something that's etched in your memory of one of those things. Yeah, that's that's one of those that you definitely don't forget. Yeah. And oh, well, wait. no, not a six-and-a-half-foot killer clown, for God's sakes. Yeah, talk <laughs> about first impressions. Covered in blood. Fake blood. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> What a now, way to create when I got confusion back, and chaos. Yeah. Now, when I got back to the haunted house, because Chuck actually 
drove me and the wife down to the haunted house after the accident. Yep. And my wife, she was a little shaken up, you know, and she right. wound up not helping. My daughter came down, picked her up, but I went in and had, had my fun. And I was talking to another evil clown in there. And I mentioned that, the, you know, told him about the accident and, and, uh, that, you know, Chuck Smalley had, uh, picked us up and brought us down here and, and he and I, the other evil clown, had, we had talked about metal detecting. I told him, you know, that I used to kind of do it there for a while back in the nineties. And, and, uh, I just hadn't, you know, I got, I got away from it. We had kids and all that good stuff. Well, he right. said, well, Chuck Smal uh, Smalley sells metal detectors. So actually I talked to another clown that suggested that I go back to Chuck to buy my oh. metal detector. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can actually so. tell detectors to clowns. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you can actually tell people literally, I deal with clowns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we get some chuckles about it. And... Uh, it's a memory that's good because nobody really got hurt, shook up a little bit, and uh, right. never went on to live again. Because I yeah. actually had thought, I'm looking at it, and usually when they call me out on those, those deer are pretty well done in. And uh, that one, that one was, if the driver doesn't want it, it's free at that point. That would have been nothing but jerky. Right, yeah, no. Um, if that thing hadn't run off, the wife would have had him. Nah, I figured that. <laughs> I figured but, that. That's yeah, your, this haunted house Halloween story for this time from us. All yeah. all that trouble, yeah. and then the thing gets up and walks away. <laughs> but that haunted yeah. house down there, it it would run close to 45 minutes to get through it. Wow. And there were, there were, there were nights that we would have over 1100 people go through. Ooh, boy. They put on so a good started, house. Yeah. It sounds that. like it was drawing people from all around. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When, when it was back in Morrison, Illinois, we, we actually got kids out of, um, out of the Chicago area that would drive down, just to go to this haunted house. You know you're doing so, a good job and putting on a good show if they're traveling from yeah. distances like that to uh, yeah. to go through. Yeah, and now they've got people that actually come out of, like, Wisconsin and, yep. uh, you know, over in uh, middle Iowa. They, they'll drive over for it and stuff. So it's a good show. I haven't worked it. I didn't work it this year, and I haven't. Uh, you know, the past couple of years because of COVID, but so um, for the time being, anyway, you've quit clowning around. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically he did. Wow, so, that that but, is uh, something. always a good time. Do do you <laughs> happen to have a photo of you as the killer clown? I. I have one of me wearing like a silicone mask. Mm -hmm. um, I probably don't have one from back in the day when, when I first met Chuck, but uh, I'm pretty sure I do have one 
probably floating around on my Facebook page somewhere. If I'd have can, to go back in and find it. If you can yeah. find that, hey, send that I, to me. Because send I back. Sorry, guys. I know that there, there's been some people in it. I think they were wanting more the killer clown one from the accident scene, but even just a photo of you in the clown costume. If you can find that, send that to me so I can post it up or feel free to post it up okay. yourself on the uh, page or group. Right. Yeah, I'll see if I can't dig it up yet tonight. If not, there I'll dig go. it up tomorrow while I'm sitting waiting to get loaded. Wow. That that has got to be definitely one of those... Uh, one of those interesting memories that you do not forget. No. Oh, it's, that's, yeah, that was interesting. And just working in the haunted house, you know, I used to, I used to tell people that that was actually, that's probably the most fun I've ever had in my life is working inside that haunted house. Um, I've never been through one myself or paid to go in. I just can't see being paid, paying to get scared, you know, but right. to see, to see people freak out when I come charging out of someplace dressed as an <laughs> evil clown and screaming at them. And, and, you know, I've had, I've had 250 pound guys on the ground crawling, getting away from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the shock of him coming out the back door of that van, that stopped me dead in my track for a second. I'm looking at him going, Whoa, dude, stay where you're at. Right, don't yeah, you don't move. And what the hell are you? <laughs> Wondering not only what is he, but how many more are in the vehicle. <clears throat> nope. And, and ORH, he said, ask me if we carry rubber no red rubber noses. Nope. And Shelly, you're right, 110 days till 4 to 8. That'll be a good time. A lot of stuff coming up, but no, that was uh, that was something that's burned into my memory for the rest of my life. That's for sure. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I've had some uh, some strange and odd experiences that would probably fall right in line with DA's show tomorrow night, where things like that you just don't forget, and I can just imagine. I mean, I I don't have, and it, some people are, for whatever reason, deathly afraid of clowns. I don't yep. seem to have that issue, whether they're killer clowns or otherwise. But, uh, man, that has got to make for a massive killer clown. Because you, well, you've got to, thing... I mean, I, I have met Jesse. I've, I've stood next to him and felt like the you know, world's smallest person or something, uh, <laughs> had pictures taken next to him and said, you know, I, next time either someone needs to bring me a stool or you need to sit down or something so I don't look like I'm your four-year-old kid. <laughs> and you have got to stand probably every bit as tall as him. That is a massive I'm, I'm actually just... I'm just a few inches shorter than Jesse. So I'm I'm pushing about six two, six three, right around that's, there. That's still literally head and shoulders above me. 
Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm blessed with them guys asking me to hunt with them, and I've got to work with Jesse out in the, the digs that oh, uh, the archaeologists are working in. And Kevin has had me over in some parts unknown. And But when I'm out in the field with those two, me and Frank, we're, we're always walking around our head. You, you know, you get a kink in your neck talking to these guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the first time I met Jesse, I think I even... I think I had even said something to him about, so what's it like? And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, being the first one to know when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I feel like well, I'm going to, do you get nosebleeds up at that, you know, altitude? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, really, yeah, I, I, a- I've heard... A lot about Kevin from Jesse, a lot about Kevin from you, and and I, Jesse and I have talked about it before. It sounds like you you couldn't find two better people to hunt with. No. Yeah, we we just all get along well and have a great time and and um, I've had him over on site over here and we just get along great and well, that that's a good place to be, definitely, because I certainly want to wouldn't want to be on their bad side. No, this and Kevin, he went out to Mount Pelier with us, and uh, we had a good time out there. We travel a little together, yeah. and it's a good time. Oh yeah, and we actually have Nick Simon in the club, and Nick <laughs> went out with us to Mount Pelier, and he's a what do you call him a Paranormal hunter. Oh, he does things. Yeah. He's got the equipment. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I that night. This wasn't far from Halloween either. No, there's slave quarters that still stand. They're they, they're renovating them at the farmhouse that right. the crew and guests in the metal detecting side hunt out of. We 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 stay there all week and we move in and out of there. It's within the site. And so the night he's got a bunch of the people that went out and Kevin and I are outside. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe in spirits and this kind of stuff, but I don't think we can talk to them, but they're trying to. Kevin and I are outside scratching on the walls, growling. (laughs) (laughs) Just generally, I think there was a pair of them gals we scared pretty bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, didn't know Jabber John. they didn't know what that sound was. Well, that was me and Kevin. Going, I think there's well, Bigfoot the, out there. Yeah, and then Nick, Nick has this machine where it's supposed to allow the, the spirits to talk. And Oh, like one of the ghost I don't boxes. Know, there was, yeah, something like that, you know. And there's, there's I think there's two or three girls there from, from Mount Pelier, and then there was two or three there was nick and me and chuck and maybe another two guys there and and uh nick was actually inside the slave quarters and uh this box all of a sudden it said one of the girls names and which just totally floored them and freaked them out they're screaming and jumping around and and uh but you, you know i have a hard time believing that because Aggressive i never now. hear it I've, yeah, because I, they can tell you, you know, the the person doing it will will say the name, and then that's what you hear, you know. 
So, but man, it, whatever it was, it came across that box clear as day. And yeah, it did. And that wasn't us. No. Although there were some other sounds that Nick says, you guys cut it out. That wasn't us. <laughs> that wasn't us. So, right. We're, we're, we're innocent here. <laughs> Just yeah, having definitely. a good time with them all. Yeah. 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 Ohio Relic Hunter, he's another, <clears throat> he's another one of them big gentlemen that, uh, I'm not, I can't remember now where he's at in height, but he, he's got to be up there, maybe not quite as tall as you, Kevin, but he's up there. Yeah. Well, this guy, Nick, was, you know, that Chuck was talking about, he's, he's about Jesse's height too, so he's, he's a big <laughs> You know, one there could thing's, be three Squatch brothers running around. Yeah, one yeah. thing's for sure. They certainly stick out in a crowd. Yeah. I can remember, I think, uh, oh, that was 2017. I had gotten to meet Jesse in person, and I think I had even asked him, you know, well, where should I look for you? Oh, you'll see me. I, I stand tall above the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And he, that wasn't no lie either. He does. Man, okay. that guy's tall. <laughs> yep. Shannon, Shannon, well, down there, her son's 6'2", 240, and wears 15.5 extra wide shoes. I've got a son that's 6, what is he, 6'3", almost 6'4". He wears, he wears 14s. Yeah, keeping up, he wrestled. Trying to keep him in wrestling shoes, he was growing so fast. That that was expensive, but that's that's got to be like a small herd of cattle running through the house. Oh God, both of them rode <laughs> over six two. So. Wow, big, 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 big. big. Yep, and and Jesse and and uh, Kevin both we go out detecting together. I'm running along, picking stuff up and moving along, and I watch those guys get down to dig something, and then slowly they get back up, you know. And uh, that they're always after longer shovels, longer shafts on the uh, right on the detect, that kind of stuff. So we, we try to fit them as best as we can. But I'm sure it's not easy. Walking, I'm running, just keep up with them. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'd I'd feel like like the. Uh... You know, short little chihuahua or something, trying to keep up with them. My little legs are going a hundred miles a minute, but I ain't getting anywhere. That's right, because <laughs> they've got yeah, to have well, quite a gate. Well, happy Halloween to everybody. I'll get out of here, Josh. I know you want to keep it short tonight. You got an early day tomorrow, and uh, congrats to Frank. And Frank, I have some special candy corn that I found for you. It will be shipped out this week to you. And, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, when you get it, you need to take a, take a picture of it. You'll love it. You will love it. It will be the only type of that that you will ever get. We found it and I'm not going to tell what it is, but I got to get it off to you here. Well, check that out. Frank doesn't even have to leave the house and he gets treats for Halloween. That's right. That's right. So we'll take care of Frank. We'll get that off to him. And uh, that he, he'll love it. 
He'll love it. It's yep. gourmet. Gourmet candy corn. <clears throat> and Frank's saying, you the man, buddy. He, he likes that gourmet candy corn. Sounds like he's yep. really liking that uh, coffee candy corn. I oh can't boy, imagine. Best of both worlds, a little caffeine and sugar. Yeah. Right, that's got to keep you wired to the hill. And uh, that'll be a good time. Kevin, have a great one. We'll get together. When you get All right, sounds good. Parts of the world out there, give me a call. Sounds All right, we'll do. All right, my friend. Take care, everybody. Happy Halloween. Have a great one. And uh, we'll be catching up to you and keeping our keeping our eyes open on the new NACA at IBN. And shortly, and uh, I've got some people wanting it already, so I'm I'll quite bet. sure it's going to be high demand and not a it lot will. of them in hand. It will. So we'll see how I shake out on that order. <clears throat> Which we have. We've all been waiting for that for a while, but we know how Nook the Macro is. They listen to the customer feedback. They don't release anything until the kinks are worked out. That's right. So they're they're it should be top of it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great one. Talk to you later, Josh. Good thanks luck on your call, projects Chuck. this week. And thanks for the call, Kevin. Definitely some uh, some very interesting tales there. Some tall yeah. tales, well, kind of, but not not so tall <laughs> in a sense. Moment. Yeah, that that's certainly an interesting story to share on Halloween. That that was hilarious. People were rolling in the chat. Yeah. Well, good night, Josh. Well, good night, sir. Thanks for the call. Stay safe out there. Will do. See you later. Well, hopefully we uh, we get a chance to see one of those photos because that was <clears throat> that was an excellent story from Kevin and Chuck. Good calls for sure. Definitely good calls and. What a way to uh, to keep it light. I I can only imagine though how that had to look when Chuck was coming up to the car and Kevin was trying to come out of the back of the car like that in his in his clown suit and his killer clown makeup. And... Wow, that's that's a big clown. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's a big clown. I know of people that uh, they are, they're deathly afraid of clowns and a sight like that probably would give them a heart attack on the spot. (laughs) Oh, wow. And looks like Chuck says that they had 250 to 300 visitors at the station tonight for trigger treat very very cool and we're glad that he was able to uh, make it back in time to call in with kevin and and that they were able to share that story many thanks to them that we had heard chuck and kevin kind of mentioned that a few episodes back and thought oh that we're gonna have to hear that story sometime and yeah I have to agree. Tonight was a good night to uh, to do that. 
Definitely. Either way, as Chuck said, <clears throat> it is going to be a very early morning and hectic week here again this week. Um, so, who knows? It is a good possibility that Wednesday will be an archive. Doesn't mean it's not going to be a good show. But there's a good possibility it will be an archive between the projects, the inspection, the, uh, the yeah, all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, and it is getting cooler. So we're trying to button up certain aspects while after that, other aspects can continue a little more leisurely, hopefully, where we can get back to a little bit of a normal routine here on the show. Uh, no guarantees. We'll have to see what happens, because we are also getting up to that time of the year where I should be having a treatment around the corner and... Uh, that is being delayed and this close to treatment, I really do not do quite so hot sometimes. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm trying to stay moving, trying to stay busy, and hoping that I don't, uh, don't go downhill too too fast or too far or anything like that and if so hoping I can recover quickly but we'll see because we're we're delaying this is the largest delay in treatment that we've done before this this is going to be this is going to turn out to be like a three-month delay in treatment so it's uh it's a little concerning but we'll see what happens <clears throat> either way Great stories from Chuck and Kevin. We're very appreciative that they called in to share that. Congratulations to Frank once again. Don't forget, check out him, Steve, and Ronnie tomorrow, 8 p.m. for Ghost Stories on DA Dead. Obviously, Shelly and Dawn are there on Thursdays with Can You Dig It at 8 p.m. Eastern. And they will give you the rundown on the other shows, Jersey History, Hunters, and uh, a couple of other ones, I do believe, right now. They're they're escaping me off the top of my head. Sorry, I've had a, uh, <clears throat> I've had a lot going on. I've had a lot going on. Uh, but it is going to be a fun show. Uh, the guys and gals, they always do a great job over there. We always encourage to check them out. And likewise, they do the same for us, and that is always very much appreciated as well. Rolling up to the end of the year, don't forget we have the link for the Kids' Great Christmas Giveaway, ages 5 to 15. I know we're up to, <clears throat> I want to say... At least 11 detectors now up for grabs for the kids. Congratulations. We've got uh, a couple of new Equinox users or soon-to-be new Equinox users tuning in. Congrats to them. And I think... Oh, 
we may have another round of Dig Your Plug before we do our detector drawing here in just a couple of weeks. So you're going to want to make sure if you have found one of the virtual tokens, you're going to want to make sure, turn your notifications on, follow the page, follow my timeline, follow Spreaker, whatever it is you got to do. Because if you have found one of the virtual tokens, you are in the drawing. But it is for a detector. You will be required to be present and call in if your name is drawn as the winner. You will be given a adequate amount of time to call in. And if you do not, then we will be forced to have to go to the next name because we want the person to call in. We want to know what their choice of machine will be because you will have your choice between the Vanquish 540, the Garrett Ace Apex, the Nocta Macro Simplex, and with Killer Clowns in the mix, it's given me a complex. Not really. I'm joking. Uh, <clears throat> either way, it's been a great time. Good show. We have got to roll. I got an early morning. Enjoy the archives. <clears throat> Not saying you gotta go home, but I can't stay here. Have a wonderful evening, folks. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. We'll see you on another one.